So there's this video out, and and the person speaking is Saul Omarova. She is uh, a Biden Treasury Department nominee to be uh, the comptroller of of the currency, and uh, she's a communist. Uh, she is is originally from Kazakhstan. And here uh, she is uh, talking about, as, as she has spoken about other things about, you know, uh, getting rid of of, of capitalism. Uh, she's she's just not not a fan, and she's she's very very uh, clear about this. Here it's a conversation about getting rid of private banks. Imagine what would it be like if instead of being just a public option for deposit uh, banking, this would be actually the full transition. In other words, there will be no more private uh, bank deposit accounts and all of the deposit accounts will be held directly at the Fed. And there are very interesting implications uh, from that thought experiment, for example, with uh, the much more uh, direct and proactive tools of monetary policy, like helicopter money, which is, uh, you know, considered radical, primarily because uh, economists really do not know how to manage the issue of what will happen uh, in the inflationary environment when the central bank needs to contract the supply of money. So she's, I don't know if she's discussing a theory or actually believes in the idea that no more private bank deposits and all deposits would be held directly at the Fed. This is the same woman who said that she hopes that a lot of the oil and gas concerns go bankrupt. I mean, she is what she is. She studied the University of Moscow. She's a commie. Who nominates someone like this? If you want to know how far left the left has gone... This is someone they're like, well, she'll work. I mean, right? She she doesn't believe everything I believe. She could be a little more radical, but sure. It's it's maddening. This is considered the standard play right now. How anybody could think she should be near a financial supply, how anybody could think that she has something to offer. Stop thinking communists are good people. Dave Chappelle wanted to give $100,000 to his school. He uh, went to the Duke Ellington School of the Arts. And he has given money to them before, and he gave $100,000 to them um, in, in, in his past. And he actually gave them one of his Emmys, so they have it on display. And he was now going to do a new fundraiser. Maybe it was raised 100000 maybe it was more. But that fundraiser has been canceled. They were going to raise money for a new theater named after him. But people got so upset because of his Netflix special where he made comments about transgender people that they said, no, we don't want this. We don't want his money. Uh, we want your money. I, I live in central Indiana, and we, 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 we will take your money. I will work with you to raise more money. We will name the theater. It will be the Dave Chappelle Theater. It will be the I'm Rich Bitch Pavilion. Whatever it is you want. Glad to do it. These people are out of their heads. But understand, he didn't say anything about transgender people. He didn't insult anybody who was transgender. I shouldn't say he didn't say anything about transgender people. He didn't insult anyone who was transgender. He didn't make fun of anybody who was transgender. What he did in this special, The Closer, is he took an hour and eight minutes to bring forth the ninth minute, the final minute. 
Everything in that show, sorry, spoiler alert, was a setup to say to the transgender community, recognize my humanity. Recognize that being a comic is who I am. It is my existence. It is how I identify. And I will not be told I cannot tell jokes. Who do you think you are? You cannot silence me. I demand that you recognize my humanity. And then he dropped the mic. And if you think it was because of some joke he told about people who are transgender, that is missing the mark. It's that he challenged them. He called them the bigots that they call everybody else. You see, if you misgender somebody, well, that's bigotry. Well, as Dave Chappelle nicely put it, if you tell him he can't tell a joke, it's also bigotry. And they couldn't take that. They couldn't handle that. They couldn't believe that somebody would say that to them. They couldn't believe that they got exposed in such a way. But they did. And good. Should Dave Chappelle be taken off uh, Netflix? No, I, I, I don't think so. Can someone decide I don't like it so I'm not getting Netflix? Yes. I'm talking about the boycott conversation. Do I like the fact that, that Obama has a production deal with Netflix? No. Obama has a production deal and I don't? That's nonsense. I didn't drop Netflix because of it, although I have considered dropping Netflix uh, in, a, in, a, in a series of ways for a series of things. I'm waiting for Umbrella Academy to come back and see if Elliot Page decides to lecture to me for six to nine episodes. Elliot Page uh, used to call herself Ellen Page. So, you know, that happened. But hey, you want to call yourself a different name and live your life. I don't get get involved in that. It's fine by me. So I'm glad that Netflix stood up for Dave Chappelle. His alma mater doesn't want his money. All right, don't take his money. You know how many people want Dave Chappelle's money? A lot of people. And we got some schools in central Indiana that would love a new theater. I I know I'm never going to get in touch with them. I know it's not going to happen, but I had to put it out there. I put it out there on Twitter. I'm putting it out there. My gosh. Love to have it. Let us know what we can do. Let me know what I can do. Absolutely. The Joke and the Judge. That's coming up next. This is Tony Katz today.